Warning, Weirdish covers content regarding conspiracies, controversial topics, subjects that may trigger post-traumatic stress, and content some may consider offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, yeah, it's, uh... It's Spooky October. season. Spooky season. Um, it's my birth month. Frighttober. Yeah. yeah. The, you know, we're, we're not starting this episode like we normally do, I guess, because, like... We've all been, uh... Traveling There's down some stuff this, going on uh, yeah, with the weirdish crew. <laughs> All right, so uh, what's going on here is uh, since we've uh, delved down this alley of um, virtual campfire, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we've been experiencing some uh, weird. I can't just. I just want to say basic like things, paranormal activity, yeah, going on in our personal lives. And uh, instead of uh, starting the episode um, like we normally do, we're gonna. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, Wait, is this like our own version of Campfire? Just uh, us? We're tying it in with tonight's topic. Yeah. Because it's like, <laughs> there's a whole thing here. Um, yeah. So, me being me, Brian of Weirdish, uh, I don't believe in a lot of stuff, but like, I don't know. It's weird. So, the thing about podcasts is you know you record it and then you edit it and then you release it so it's not always it's not always done live like ours we you know put like a, a good week or so into editing and getting everything ready so and sometimes we record even before that so uh we recorded my sister's story first um out of everyone else's stories um and yeah, immediately after we stopped recording, um, if it were just this one night, I wouldn't count it as like anything superstitious. But uh, yeah, there's a lot going on. So Im- r- immediately after I stopped recording, um, my girlfriend got a call from her mother um, saying that she was very ill. Uh, I was thinking about going to the hospital. There were EMTs at our house. Um, and thankfully everything's okay. Uh, on the way home, uh, we almost got hit twice. There was, there were three accidents where a car was flipped. One car had like its front end missing. There was a seven car pile up, five or seven car pile up cars everywhere in the road. And it was just like crazy. Um, and then we had to, you know, do some major cleaning around the house due to some medical things that happened uh and then that was that was that long night of recording so after that um you know the next day uh you know her her mother decided to go to the hospital so it was you know uh ashley and i at you know at home taking care of everything and uh so yeah um yeah, the dog that we have decided to get sick and throw up everywhere on our bed and decided to uh, shit himself all over, all over the place. And it was very gross and it was very sudden. <laughs> um, Is this so, like Reagan? What's that? From the Exorcist, you know, uh, Reagan? <laughs> oh, God, no, it wasn't like that bad but still it was like (laughs) it was pretty bad it's it's never fun cleaning up that stuff so then we were just like wow two for two 
you know, thinking nothing of it. But then, uh, Ashley's coming home from work, pick up some, well, I ordered some takeout, and she was gonna pick it up on the way home. Some great Thai food, oh my gosh. So, she gets to the restaurant, gets the food, comes back, and her car engine won't start, and she's having major car issues. And we're just like, are you kidding? So, I decide, you know, like I say, I'm gonna be right there, baby, hang on. I'm driving over there, and she's like, my car finally started, I'm gonna try to come home. It's like, okay, cool. The next day, try her car, everything works fine. And then, uh, the next day, um, there's just a lot of family drama going on, and then uh, her car that has been driving okay, we're driving it, and it stops in the middle of traffic, so we're just like, oh my gosh. We've never had a string of bad luck um, this uh, like this much going on. Like when I say the like first consistently, like consistently, like when I say the first night, like just because it's personal, the medical issues, I will not go into it, but it was the most, uh, it was not a good night. I'll say that it was just, I hope to never experience that again. Uh, and it was just, it was really bad. So it's like, um, it all happened right after I stopped recording that episode. Like, that's literally the last thing, and it's been nonstop. Go, go, go. Yeah, back to back to back. Back to back to back. And it's, um, I don't know. Um, I don't feel like it's like a, like a demon or, you know, spirits or, en- like, negative energy or anything like that. But, I mean, I can't explain anything else. Everything was going fine. It's just, like, it's crazy that all this is going on all at the same time. Yeah, it makes you wonder if it's a coincidence or not. Like, is it possible that, you know, talking about this stuff also attracts negative energy and negative things to happen, like cause negative things to happen? I don't know. It's, uh, I'm not sure. My sister even texted me, uh, because, you know, um, we learned a lot about each other from that episode and, um, she wanted to know what happened to me in the same house growing up. So I sent her the you know, timestamp of the episode. I'll say, hey, if you don't have a lot of time but want to know what happened, go here on this episode. And that's what happened to me in the house. She was like, oh my gosh, you know. Uh, first of all, she had never really listened to our podcast. She was like, oh, I love it, which was cool for me. But um, she was like, yeah, that's that's strange. And then she even told me there's been a lot of activity at, at our house. Like there's so much going on here. Because there was like, um, she's been going through some stuff that she did not mention on her episode that's um like really kind of uh chilling but it's very personal right now um so i'm not going to get into that but she's even like experiencing a lot of strange uh things happening in in her house where she's at after that so i mean maybe it's like you, you find ways to like uh, make excuses and you can't find an excuse so you blame it on like oh it's ghosts or superstition but like literally it's it's just been like a really bad string of bad luck for us and it's ever, it literally started immediately after I hit stop recording yeah. I hit stop and 10 seconds later her phone was ringing <laughs> so yeah, so. and I, I can vouch for that too because I was like, we we were doing 
the recording like online as well, like on our Google Hangouts, right? And we were like, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and we're gonna re record another episode for the campfire series, right? And then like I'm getting I'm getting food because I'm hungry as hell. And then I get a message from Brian. <laughs> yeah, I'm always hungry. Yeah. yeah, I get a message from Brian, you know, you know, explaining, you know, what's happening. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. And then like knowing that it just, you know, things just kept happening after that. It's, I, I don't know. I find it hard to believe that it's a coincidence. Like I'm, I'm huge on like, you know, um, you know, the way the universe works and everything. I'm like, there's a, there's a reason for everything whether we know it or not yeah brian i'm not gonna lie it kind of sounds like somehow some way that uh energy that you guys was going to uh, dealing with at the house you were referring to uh kind of latched itself to you and your sister and mm -hmm. bringing it up um during her story kind of like re-energized re re exactly it. and yeah. now you're just dealing with the aftermath of that I mean, just possible. I don't. I, like, don't really I can't prove that, that, but that is, from what I'm hearing, that's what it kind of sounds like. Yeah, keep it. Keep in mind, Brian is a skeptic. Yeah, so yeah, I'll saying skeptic. that to him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> like I literally just said, I don't really believe that, but like, like I respect where they're coming from, and I can see like why they think that. But to me, it's like um, in my my little pea brain, logically, it doesn't like work out like that. Um, and that's like maybe it's something I I guess you could call a struggle with. I guess it's uh, just something I just don't really believe in. But um, yeah, um, Marvin's gonna get into something in a second. But I'd like to bring up like Andreana was a part of that episode, and then Marvin um, we brought we we brought something up. He's gonna talk about a while ago, and he's been having some activity. But Marvin and I. We're not very religious. I, I actually don't know where you stand on it, Andriana, but you've mentioned before to us, uh, either on or off the show, that you grew up in a Catholic household, right? Is that, is mm -hmm. that true? Yeah. So, yeah. And you haven't had anything happening, right? No, I'm actually, you know, just normal. Okay, just to preface this, <laughs> if you listen to any other episodes, you know I always have something going on. But, like, it's not to the point where, like, it, it escalated. It's just normal. Like, it's normal activity, nothing out of the ordinary. So, for me, saying that nothing is happening, that just means it's just the normal stuff. Like, you know, nothing crazy. <laughs> I don't know. To me, that kind of sounds like the calm between before the storm. I don't know. I haven't... Okay, Okay, I'm really I'm a sensitive individual and when I say sensitive I don't mean feelings I mean like you know energies and I haven't been picking up on anything you know extra okay since we started this so I'll say that but I will say that um bringing up like the whole religious thing and whatever I feel like um First of all, my mom is always blessing the house. Always. Oh, see? <laughs> Every <laughs> day. Why. Every single day, bro. Like I don't know if that's the reason why I'm like normal right now and nothing has escalated for me but like hearing what brian and marvin are going through i i think maybe that's the reason why i don't know i can't vouch for it all right look know. i watch too much tv and i'm picturing like a dome over your house and there's like a bunch <laughs> of like, like a shield like, yeah like there's like a, a bunch of like demons and effed up things just waiting just waiting mm -hmm, it's gonna waiting go down to like, wait until you slip up in. Yeah. yeah, miss miss one day of blessing mm -hmm. the house. See what happens, <laughs> right? You know like I, I hope nothing happens to your house. No, because that's just effed up. But I just, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Once they get in, it's like an infestation. I just want to say that that it's like it's damn roaches. 
they're like roaches, bro. You do not want to start it. Oh, it's man. hard to get rid of. And speaking of starting, so I used to see um, shadow people growing up in my um, childhood, you know, and like maybe uh, maybe like three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago, I started seeing them again. And at first, I didn't really put two and two together. Okay, I'm lying. I the whole concept <laughs> of like shadow people growing up, I like tucked it away at the furthest reaches reaches of my mind, only because it was getting annoying, like seeing them and like starting this podcast and like recording these episodes and I kind of started thinking about them again and uh, maybe like a month ago it could have been um, maybe three weeks ago like I said earlier I started seeing them again and now three days ago two days ago maybe my girlfriend noticed one and that was a red flag to me like I need to start uh, cleansing yeah Gotta, grab the stage real <laughs> quick get yeah. some crystals Oh man, you know, and we ain't even going to house. Oh right, and we ain't going to talk about the kids. That's a, that's another thing for another day. Wait, what wait, are they, wait, like, wait, are the kids seeing them? <laughs> uh, I, I think they are, especially River. But I, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Just for context, how old is River for people who don't know? Oh, uh, she's four. She's four. Yeah. Okay, see, she can probably see ghosts, yeah. bro. And I'm just like, no, no, that's not it. There's, there has to be something like. Like, does she tell on. you? Does she tell you like, oh, I woke up and there's this thing in my room? Well, like, she usually like calls them like they're a scary face. Oh no. Yeah. Oh I'm just no. Like, oh, that's nothing. I got some chills from that, man. Yeah. It's, uh, oh man. You said scary face. That's it. That's what. She wait, calls wait. It. So they have faces. She, they're not shadow people. She's not seeing shadow people. Uh, apparently not. She, oh, hell no. she says there's a face and I never see a face uh, to me it just looks like like static. a blob a shadow like yeah yeah it, it, it kind of looks like a shadow but it's more like gl- glitchy oh oh no 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 I know exactly like, what you were talking about yeah that's a special kind I like I have the- I have tears for them and if you listen to our second episode um where we were talking about like goat sacrifices and uh, <laughs> what was it um, shadow, <laughs> shadow pe- night uh, marchers Night yeah. marchers, uh, shadow people, and goat sacrifices. goat sacrifices. Something like that. Anyway, that's episode two, right? Um, I mentioned that when you start talking about them, they show up. So I'm just going to say, be careful. <laughs> because you're talking about them. After we're done recording this episode, you might walk outside and boom, activity. Like, they they love attention. And they want attention. And they seek attention. And they're like an infestation. So once one, once you see one, you start seeing more and more and more until you start doing something about it. So you have to start it early. You have to stop it early, I mean. Yeah. Nip it in the butt. Like I said, I'm not religious or anything. I don't exactly believe in all this, but if they keep on messing with my friend River over there, this little, beautiful, little bean of a child that's so precious, I will come over there with rock salt and a shotgun with a crucifix and some holy water, dude. I will be ready to freaking go with you, dude. I will throw yes. down with these guys. Nah. Oh, man. And yes. Raina, too, of course. Yes. Oh, man. No, see, look, let me Let's tell you something go. about Raina. I didn't bring her up because that little two-year-old, yo, she can handle her own. She don't let <laughs> nothing. Nope. She don't let nothing scare her. Nah. Nope, she over there. I don't know what the hell she's saying. She over here, blah, 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 talking junk from baby language. I'm, what? She cussing them out. River on the other hand, she's the one I'm worried about. Shoot. Oh, jeez, man. Oh, man. Brian, you're going to need like six Bibles, too. Six Bibles? Six, 
Yep. You know what? Yeah, I'm not even gonna they, lie. They At always, one point, I had that many yo, in my room. We, well, we got like twelve here. My mom got like my mom has a lot of Bibles here. Okay. Oh, so yeah, you have a religious no, mom too? My mom okay. is very religious. Okay. <laughs> Why do you need twelve Bibles? Yeah, but yeah. anywho, like, I told Brian to bring an extra six because yeah, it's just real <laughs> over here. I'm intrigued though, because I haven't like okay, so I. I think I mentioned it in one of the episodes. I may have, may have not. I kind of lose track of what we talk about, like, you know, before we start recording. So, (laughs) (laughs) wait, no, I did mention it, but it's in an episode that you're going to listen to on Saturday. I'm not going to, like, talk too much about it, but we have an episode coming out on Saturday, which is a very odd day for us, but I'm just going to plug it. You want to check it out. It's really interesting. In that episode, I mentioned um, a certain type of shadow person, like, kind of like what you're talking about, Marvin, with the whole, like, you know, that the disconfiguration that like they don't have it has like this really weird like outer part of it usually when you see shadow people they have like this nice smooth edge and whatever and then you see the type that like is just like rough around the edges literally rough around the edges i don't like that kind because that kind usually you're gonna see them develop red eyes i don't know if it's like they develop it or they can like switch it on and off i don't know if they have a switch or not but they love more than anything else more than any other type they love scaring you Mm. and it will get worse they will go out of their way to turn this into like halloween horror nights on crack (laughs) like i mean uh i usually joke around and say i invented it because i'm haitian you know (laughs) spooky stuff but I'm with it, you know. Bring it. You'll give me some shit to record. You don't have like the owner's manual or something. Shit, I better somewhere. <laughs> shit. There you go. Look, I got a bunch of books in the damn garage. I gotta go through. I'm gonna let y'all know. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yo, no, but seriously though, <laughs> hey, hey. As long as this stupid ass thing don't mess with my kids, I need some footage. Okay. You want footage? Hey, yes. What is this paranormal activity? Hey, you, look. I feel like anyone who has seen that, you know how you know these things get with children hell no yeah yeah you're right so i Mm. I take that back (laughs) you know it's hard for me to believe something i've never seen before and i'm not saying you guys are like crazy obviously um yeah you are i mean i mean you guys are you guys are a bit crazy but in a good way (laughs) (laughs) um but like the, the closest thing i've seen to like shadow people is um the only actually I think I had sleep paralysis like two or three times but it, it, the one that scared me the most it was like a 10 foot tall shadowy figure that wound up leaning over my face and got like an inch away from me so it, it, it was I'm like a shadowy PTSD. figure I was like 17 I think yeah. <laughs> I said I'm gonna get PTSD this episode is gonna give me PTSD yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. quick note before you get on the subject um, I actually saw something that's really cool. They're doing uh, MDMA trials um, where you literally do MDMA therapy. It's only three sessions, and they've been doing it for PTSD on um, military uh, soldiers, oh. and it's working. Oh, like, that's literally cool. people going in there being suicidal, want, like trying like suicide attempts and everything. Last resort, nothing's working. Medication's not working. They do MDMA therapy, and it's gone. It's crazy. So, if that interests you, look look that up. You said PTSD, and Hell I think yeah. that's important to mention. Uh, yeah, for anyways, sure. Good. Right on, Brian. It, it's it's like a specific clinic in California, and you have to like go through all these like 
um, like pre uh, qualification yeah, yeah. pre screening stuff. Yeah. So it's um, it's not like really widely being tested, but there is actual like proof that it's happening and it works, which is it's so exciting for me. So, so uh, what were you gonna say? PTSD. Oh yeah, um, I was gonna say like this is gonna give me PTSD because let me knock wood. Yes, that's me knocking wood. I spent most of my, I want to say like you know twelve, starting from twelve years old up until I was eighteen. I spent those years in a house that was infested with shadow people and every type of shadow person that I can think of because there's like so, like I said, there are tears to them, right? There's so many different kinds of them. Um, and you don't really hear people talking about them a lot because usually when people talk about shadow people, they talk about the one with the hat. They talk about the one that looks like it's wearing like a monk, like it's wearing like a, I don't know, like a monk's attire, like, you know, like a robe. Uh, qu- real quick, so I can um, kind of get on the same page. When you guys were saying shadow people, it's literally how it sounds, right? They're just like a silhouette. It's like a silhouette that isn't transparent like you yeah, can't see through it yeah it's solid like a person it it's looks like 3d smoke if, okay. if you like like yeah it, i don't know it's thick yeah and it's darker than black it is like the you know that new type of black they found like um a couple years ago where they were like oh this is like blacker than black this is the darkest yeah, yeah, yeah. black it looks so black that like it's like it that. looks like a glitch it, it, it's like yeah, that it, it looks like that yeah it's that dark like if you're in a room and the lights are out. You still will see you, this thing. It's, it's that dark, especially if it's glitching. Okay, kind of weird. It's kind of weird. And me, whenever I see them or I know the ones around, I usually get the the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Oh, you feel and it, yeah. I even like growing up. I used to like shave the back, the hair on the back of my neck because of that. <laughs> oh, it was that bad. It doesn't help. Not huh. even a little bit. Because it's not really like obviously your hair stands up. <laughs> yeah, but, but that feeling. You still that, get that yeah. feeling before, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, um, I don't mean to just throw this in there, but uh, we were talking about um, using sage earlier. So, I decided um, a week ago, Susan and I, to bring out the sage and try to cleanse the house. Sorry, I'm going to be honest. We smoke in this house, right? So, you would think at least once the fire alarm would go off. The fire alarm never, ever goes off, ever. So much to the point where I even have to, like, do the test on them to make sure them shit's still on, right? So, we bring out the sage, right? And the moment the lighter hits the sage, all the fire alarms go off. Oh it didn't gosh. even start smoking yet. What? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's weird. Was, and it, but it wasn't even like, they weren't like, they didn't even go on for like ever. It was just a... Like you need to change a battery type B. Like, but just the one, all of them. Not even just, just one. one. Like just one chirp. Like, you know. That's it. Yeah, you know when it literally goes off, it does that... Yeah, yeah, like that was it. All the fire alarms in the house went on, and just once that that was it. And what the? Oh, spirits did not like that. What the hell? <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do with that? You know, when they go ghost hunting, they're using like EMF meters and all of that because you know ghosts are like in this um, frequency range that is the same as like electrical devices, and that's why you use the EMF meter. Yeah, so I think. Because of that, they can influence, like, electrical devices, and that's why you have, like, batteries dying. Which, by the way, like, when was it, like, when we were recording that interview that's going to be released on Saturday? My battery died during that. And I had, I had, I took the brand new battery out the box, <laughs> and I put it in, and it died. Like, 
You know, that's how yeah. you know you have stuff going on. I wonder if the spooks or the spirit, the spooks, the spirits <laughs> know, like when we're like, you know, when they when someone's about to just like, you know, talk about the, like said topics, if they all just get, you know, their spiritual popcorn or whatever, and they're all just <laughs> like, what's this person going to talk about right now? Huh. You know, they just listen in. Could that be a thing? Oh, I, I, in my head when you started, I was thinking of like, you know how you RSVP on Facebook? They're like, yo, on this day at this time, they're going to be talking about this. Show up if you want to. And everyone RSVPs for Jeez. it. And then they show up. Yeah, there like, you go. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're talking about us? Okay. Like, yeah, I, I think there's something like that. You know, especially since um, in dimensions that are higher higher than our dimensions, aka the dimensions that we can't really perceive. Like, some people are attuned to different, you know, or, or attuned to a higher frequency, allowing them to see into those dimensions. And that's why you have people who see ghosts and people who don't. Um, I think in those dimensions, and this is like, um, I think the best way to explain this if you're into like the whole like geometrical shapes and like uh, mathematical theories that are proven in theory but not practically you know um there's this thing called like the klein bottle and it's like the fourth dimension right so in theory the fourth dimension is where you can not only move freely within your three-dimensional space but also in time they can like anything in a higher dimension can do all of that with time as well so they have time added to them so they might know before you know that you're gonna do something because we can't we don't have that they do huh boom and that's why people are always like yo i saw this ghost. why are all ghosts like wearing medieval stuff like not medieval but like you know they're stuck in like the victorian era no i'd I'd go to freaking like the future and get some like badass cyber suit (laughs) and then go mess with like cavemen in the stone age Plot twist, that's why people say aliens exist, right? <laughs> Maybe. <You know? laughs> that's another theory. Anyway, this is like totally, totally, totally off topic from the beginning. So back to shadow people, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, um, so Brian, um, this is going to help. Um, this is just a suggestion. And if you are experiencing bad dreams or like, you know, waking up to seeing things, this will help you. So this is a quick tip. Ghost tip of the week. I don't know if I'll keep doing uh, freaking ghost tips every now and then, but might as well, right? So this is like, um, I don't know if this is cultural or like a familial thing because um, my family's heritage is literally like multicultural. So sometimes I don't know if it's like, from my country or if it's from my family's like history um but but there's this belief in my family that if you are having you know these types of issues with sleeping um and there is a possibility of like a negative spirit or spirit period being around you and you want to sleep peacefully you get a glass cup fill it with water and put it under your bed, preferably the side that you sleep. And in theory, that cup of water, you know how water is going to eventually evaporate, right? Yeah. That's taking away all that negativity. That's the belief. So try it. Let me know if it works. Well, if, if, if that's really the case, then we should be in like the least haunted place of the world because we live in Florida where there's like 97% humidity at sometimes. <laughs> right? Like, it doesn't you know, you work like that. Right, this is symbolic. You it know, doesn't I'm going to go like to the that. beach tonight and 
drop across in the water and be like, all right, this is holy water now, and then it'll be like holy humidity. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. There you go. Wow. Problem I like solved. the way you think, well. Brian. Wow. Uh, this is the mind of an intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> Big brain. Big brain time. Big brain moment. Now, back to regular programming. Over four centuries ago, a nun claimed to be possessed by the devil himself. She awoke from her possession, not knowing what had occurred, with a letter nobody could decipher. Until now. This is The Devil's Letter. So... Yeah, um, you know, now that we're on this topic, we mentioned in the beginning, but like, what we're talking about literally has nothing to do with the topic that we're talking about today. Yeah. It's just, um, we wanted, we felt like we had to mention it because of, you know, this whole virtual campfire thing, you know, happening. And and I'm a, I'm a freaking skeptic and things are happening to me and making me like, kind of question, question? like, okay, what's yeah. happening here for real? And you know what? This topic probably doesn't make it any better that we're going to discuss. Well, I have known nothing about it, so... Let's jump into it. Yeah. This this topic is interesting because... I mentioned it before, but I went to a non-high school. Catholic non-high school, right? And this story caught my attention because it is about a nun that got possessed. So... A nun that got possessed? Tell us more. Yeah, oh, like, my... <laughs> Wow, you guys sound so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it does sound kind of cool, I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, well, for me, I found it interesting because I was like, how can such a holy person become possessed, right? I don't know, just, just what I'm thinking because think they literally live target. in convents, bro. Yeah, for real. What? A you, prime you never target? Watched the yeah. Hell no, yo, that... Yo, she was I never watched that movie because wasn't that more like vampires? No, she was definitely a possessed nun. It's part of the Conjuring um, story, I believe. Didn't they have like a crap ton of nuns and they were like zombie-ish where like, you know... No, they no, they were ghosts. Really? Yeah. This possessed nun, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, possessed nun. So this story is interesting and it, it caught my attention a couple years ago because it finally came back to, I guess, popularity after like 300 years so it's an old story that got brought up back for a really good reason this whole story about the possessed nun takes place in a town called palma de montiquiaro well that's why huh that's why she got possessed the demon probably got lost trying to fucking spell that on google maps or some shit (laughs) (laughs) or something and then he was like well this is probably close enough i don't i don't speak english i'm from the past and only speak like really old latin or something so i think if they spoke latin they would understand what the name means because it's, it's in italian and let me you know, have whatever this languages right let me have this one hey <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 whatever Oh. <laughs> anyway, so this story, this story takes place in a town called Palma de Montechiaro in Sicily, 
Italy. Oh, right? I'm so, <laughs> Latin. That's why. That's why you were like they'd probably understand it. I was over here thinking it's somewhere <laughs> in uh, like North America or something. America oh, no. or South America. Are there nuns in the U.S.? I've never. I you know I haven't seen a nun since I moved here. I I saw a crap ton of nuns before I moved here. And when I moved here, I didn't see any. So I don't know. I went to Christian school in New York, and there were nuns there. How do they dress, by the way? Like a typical nun <laughs> like black and white yeah, like like you, super nuns dress differently oh do they well yeah just typical. that's what i'm asking like, like just you know black uh head thingy black robe you know they, the they usually have like a little white, white yeah band thing around their okay, head yeah cool yeah we didn't have those yep. by the way nuns um i guess more modern nuns kind of consider that old-fashioned oh <laughs> Um, but you know, we're not getting we're not getting into nun attire right now. I'm just mentioning it for people who don't know how nuns dress now. Um, so there was a nun, right? And her name was Sister Maria Crucifista de la Concezione. At this point that she got possessed, she was 31 years old, and she had been a nun for 16 years already. Because she became a nun when she was 15. Fun facts. And yes, you can become a nun at 15. You can become a nun whenever you want to become a nun, you know? The story goes that on August 11th, 1676, yes, this happened forever ago, five ever ago, she woke up with like ink all over her face and a letter that was written and was placed beside her. When you looked at it or when she looked at it, she noticed that it had like this unknown alphabet system going on with a lot of occultic looking symbols but she couldn't read it it looks like some really ancient language that she had never seen before and she couldn't translate it obviously but the thing is she was the one that wrote it so she told the other nuns when they asked about it that she had a fight with lucifer himself the night before you know just squaring off with him right and he was like, yo, you got to sign this letter. She was like, hell no, I'm not going to sign this letter. But she eventually decided, you know what? I'm just going to sign it with like something other than my name. And, you know, I guess there's like some legal part of the underworld that we don't know about. I don't know. She wrote a different name. So I guess, you know, <laughs> you might have to might have to ask Sal about that. Yeah, we have to ask Sal. <laughs> anyway, so. She signed it, right? When she signed the letter, she wrote, Ohaime. And this this is literally the only word or name, whatever you want to call it, um, that she could read or decipher when you look at the letter. And we're going to post a picture of the letter, too, because if you see the letter, it straight up looks satanic, bro. Like, it... I don't know. It looks not good <laughs> like just looking at it you can tell like you know something's not right here right anyway it looks very like ancient it looks kind of cool it looks really cool yeah i mean cool in the sense that like i probably don't know what want to know what it says and fun fact right she wasn't able to read it herself nor were the other nuns able to read it for themselves so they decided to put it on public display to see if anyone in the public could like figure out what it says and crack the code keep in mind i say code so everybody that saw it you know since it was out in the public on full display they were like this looks demonic i don't know why it just looks demonic right and people tried for centuries to try to like figure out what the message said 
So they even had a competition in 1960 with a prize being like a month's stay in Agrigento, which is like the city that this happened in, right? So obviously nobody cracked the code back in 1960, but the story came back to surface in 2017. Can you guess why? No. Well, it has to do with the code. Everyone's trying to like figure out what the hell it says, right? Oh, mm-hmm. someone was able to read it finally? Sort of. What was it? There's always like a love letter you know, to from the devil to this nun. <laughs> so yeah, it had to, well not yeah as in I'm agreeing with you. Yeah as in it has something to do with them figuring out what the letter says, right? Got you. So they kind of cracked the code, but when they cracked the code, it didn't really make sense, right? Obviously, it didn't really make sense, but the thing is, the code was really sophisticated. And it's sophisticated in the way that, like, when I say sophisticated, I mean it had the influence of several ancient languages. They had uh, ancient Greek, Arabic, uh, they had, like, the, the runic alphabet and Latin all in one to create this code. Huh. And, yeah... A lot, and I guess that's the reason why it was so hard to crack because who back then would speak all those languages, right? And like know how to write it. So yeah. obviously it would be hard to crack, right? So what happened is that in 2017, there was this team of like computer scientists at the Ludum Science Center in Catania, Sicily, Italy, right? And they were like on the dark web. You know, I'm not going to question why they were on yeah, the dark right. web. <laughs> But they were on the dark web searching for software, which there is a crap ton of software on the dark web. And I'm going to mention something about that, like, after I'm done with the story. But they found this, like, decryption software while they were surfing the dark web. And this software apparently is used by, like, you know, top agencies in the U.S. and, like, certain government officials or, you know, like, places like... um Rockwell, and if you heard about Rockwell, you know exactly like how high ranking we're talking about, right? Um, so yeah, companies like that use this software. So they got the software from the dark web. I don't know if you have to pay for it or I don't know how that works. I don't know if it's like cryptocurrency or if it's like freeware where like you can just download whatever the hell. Probably I don't crypto. know how the dark web works. It's usually crypto huh? because it's harder to trace. Yeah, but I'm saying, I don't know if you can just, like, download it straight for free or if, like, they charge for it. They probably did charge probably for it, did. yeah. Since it's, like, mm-hmm. yeah, since it's, like, such a top software, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not available to the public pretty much unless you have access to the dark web. So does the software just, like, basically scan the document and, like, say, well, these kind of, um, like, figures may be related to XYZ alphabets or something? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So it's AI and AI is like, you know, machine learning. So they had to teach this software all of these ancient languages first. They put everything that they could about these ancient languages into the software. And the software figured out the code based on that because the whole point of it was to figure out codes, right? So the software, they weren't, actually, I should say this, they weren't expecting the software to figure out anything. They, they were like, you know, if they get one word translated, it would be okay. They didn't expect it to crack, like, you know, 14 lines of it. So the software spat out that information, but it didn't really make sense. So 
I guess it de- depending on where you f- find the um, translation, because I want to say this team, they're Italian. So the original uh, translation is in Italian. So obviously, if we translate it to English, it probably starts losing meaning at that point, right? Because you're translating from several different languages before you hit English. So in English, right, when they decoded this message, it said, maybe almost certain sticks aka you know from greek mythology the Styx river you know the bridge i wouldn't say bridge but the the space between life and death i should say like a river in between life and death where you cross over and they have Charon, the guy with the ferry that you have to pay a coin to and he takes you across to the afterlife um yeah that sticks right so it says maybe almost certain sticks since god christ Zoroaster followed the ancient roads and tailors sewed by men, alas, a god that I feel frees the mortals. Which, you know, that literally didn't make any sense to me. So why did they call this the devil's letter? Oh, because she she was squaring up with the devil the night before. That's what she said. And she said that he dictated the letter to her or like kind of like possessed her and wrote it himself it's not a very threatening letter <laughs> i mean right? like is... I, I mean i i maybe he's like okay let's be real maybe wait was it satan that was like the devil himself that wrote that letter the devil himself through her okay maybe the devil doesn't have any good like poetry clubs down there and he just wanted to like <laughs> you know oh, that- get a poem out in the world he's like man I miss these poetry slams dude so let me do some freehand let me do some like free verse but I need to possess a nun because down in hell they don't have pen and paper yeah so he was like let me go to a convent and possess a nun and write this yeah that's the poetic that's the artistic value of this piece exactly it shows that's a signature it shows the the frustration the anger the desperation the want uh, the need to be seen the symbolism here he he wants to be van gogh he wants to be shakespeare (laughs) he wants to be heard but really it's a very amateur poem in my opinion but i mean i don't know much you know about poetry, like, so. <laughs> i just this, the, the entire time you know i was checking out this story the thing that really stood out to me besides the letter was the fact that ink was all over her face like i'm i don't get why you would smear ink all over her face like i get they were fighting right about this letter but like why put ink all over her face and yeah, the letter doesn't make any sense either. But, you know, there is a possibility that maybe it just wasn't deciphered properly. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, because, like, it it makes no sense. Yeah, it really It doesn't. makes no sense. At least to us, it doesn't make any sense. Like, guys, we're going to post this. And if it makes sense to you in a poetic way, which Brian was trying to do, <laughs> let us know. To, I was trying to explain that it came across as a, a, a poem from a poem from, from Mr. You know, D. The, evil himself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. D. Evil. Oh my god. So, what are you going to uh, say? Brian, uh, <laughs> the translation, it kind of reminds me of Craig rambling on in Borderlands. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Borderlands, of course. 
So they're saying that, you know, or it's theorized that the nun was actually schizophrenic. Oh. Um, you know, of course, you know, anything that has to do with possession, the first thing people think is, oh, you're schizophrenic or um, you have like some type of mental illness that causes you to think that you're hearing or seeing the devil, right? So I don't know, because keep in mind, like I said, this letter had symbols from all sorts of languages and alphabets from all sorts of languages. And it's like, the way they describe it is that it's like this sophisticated language system that was created. So it may, I don't know. I don't know how schizophrenia works, so I can't say that, you know, it causes you to learn other languages. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know why schizophrenia is associated with possessions, but... Yeah. But it's it's still a spooky story. <laughs> I got it. Check this out, right? Oh, so man. What Here if we go. She wasn't even possessed by the devil. She was just possessed by some uh, alien life form out there, right? Alien? Yep. <clears throat> Check this out. Check this out. Now, you okay, see how I'll- it's, like, <laughs> written in uh, with a bunch of different um, languages? Yeah. It's not supposed to be translate translated as one language. What if there's, like, a bunch of different alien life forms trying to give our different religion or um, our different people down here, uh, you know, bits of information? They just wrote it in one letter. Like, to the, <laughs> you know, what if they tried to write us or uh, write earthlings a letter but for some reason instead of writing like you know breaking it up and like say like some of the characteristics of this are like from latin language some are from like you know a hindu language some are from like something else instead of splitting it up in three different letters to you know suit those set like people like you know people they just bunched they just put it together in one letter and it was like oh here you go then then no one can understand it hey they (laughs) they effed up okay (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Um, I should mention that there are other translations of this. Um, like I said, uh, this was originally translated to Italian, and then it went from Italian to English. So obviously a lot got, you know, I don't want to say mistranslated, but there's a way that you, like, especially if you're someone who speaks more than one language, you know that, like, you can't really translate something literally, right? So I'm sure there's like a literal translation and then there's like, you know, the right translation. I don't know which one is which. Um, but in, a, in the other translation, it's actually a little bit more, or I should say a little less poetic. Um, so in the other translation, it it refers to uh, the Holy Trinity as dead weights. And it says that God thinks he can free mortals. The system works for no one. Perhaps now sticks is certain. I guess that still sounds kind of poetic, but it sounds more shady than anything. It makes more sense. It does make more sense in the first translation, but it's less poetic, so I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> I think that holds a lot more weight yeah. in the original translation. Because, I mean, if you're... If you're if you're thinking about it from the standpoint of it's the devil, which is totally against God and Christianity, of course it's going to say slanderous things about the religion and that they're dead weights and that, you know, religion is a man-made thing, yeah. right? Well, I'm not saying, if, you know, if there is a God out there, I'm not saying God's man-made, but if 
let's say God is literally just the belief in love and fellowship and peace and happiness, right? That's man-made, you know, t- uh, technically by human emotions and all that. So I think it does hold a lot more weight rather than, um, you know, doing a slam poem. Yeah, but so. slam poem. Again, I think this is like from the devil. It doesn't have that evilness to it. Wait, so do you think maybe a nun got bored uh, and she was like, you know what? But then again, they did say she's possibly schizophrenic. And yeah, dude, there, there could be so many ways to look at it. She, maybe she actually was possessed. Maybe she wasn't possessed but was actually losing faith, had no other way to say like what was really on her exactly. mind. But she was also scared of coming out and being like, I don't believe. What if there really is still a God? I need to get this out of my system. Mm-hmm. And then she, and then she lies mm-hmm. and then she just repents because you get forgiven for everything in Christianity, even murder. Um, so it's Almost like, everything. I don't know. Pretty much almost everything. everything. I'm I'm gonna say that from a Catholic standpoint. Almost everything. There's just one unforgivable thing that you can do, but we won't talk about that. You know what? Whatever happened, like whether she was like you know possessed for real, or she had schizophrenia, or you know they even said possibly bipolar disorder, but I don't know if. Or she could have really got possessed by something, and they're just telling you how it is after you die. Like, I don't know. Our perspective or our, you know, view of God isn't what it is. Uh, God didn't make us. God was already there before us. We just happened to be here, you know, and the Stikes thing is a real, is a thing, you know. Sticks. Sticks. Right. Not the band. Sorry. Sticks. And, uh, (laughs) you know, that's, that's a real thing. So I don't think, like I said, this is from the devil. Shit. This could have, this could be from Lucifer. Or who is the devil? But it sounds like something more. This should have been like Lucifer's litter. That would have made you more know, sense to me than the <laughs> devil. I know. Whenever anyone is like, "Oh, this person is possessed by the devil" or whatever, I'm like, "Does the devil really have that much time? Like, does he care?" He's a businessman. Like, he got time for that. He got something to. He got something right? to run. He's a CEO of hell. You can't just like, <laughs> like, hold on. Let me go. Let me go possess this sob real quick. I'll be right back. Nah, he'd probably send the janitor. Yeah, I think it's like his minions. Yeah, like I, I just don't think he himself, you know, would actually come down and be like, "Yo, I'm gonna possess this person." I think he has other things to do. Um, anyway, I can go on about that forever. But you know what? There is. Um, I hinted at this in another episode, but I said um, at the end of one of the episodes that you guys should look up the original meaning of certain words. This is for fun facts. I said genius. I said, look up the word genius and its original meaning back in the day and not the meaning we know of it today, right? Well, if you didn't look up for it, I'm just going to briefly say what it means, right? Back then, it meant to like literally be possessed by a spirit that is talented to make you create, you know, let's say a beautiful music piece or you write something amazing where everyone is like oh you're genius right it means to be possessed by like a spirit and that spirit translates into the the talent like you know when some people are like oh they have like a spark of inspiration and Mm -hmm. someone would be like genius that's what it means that spark of inspiration is you being possessed temporarily to create this masterpiece so I'm not saying the devil's letter is like a masterpiece I'm just saying you know there is belief ancient belief stating that you can be possessed to create something 
and obviously they mean it more in a good way than a bad way but you know yeah because you know um my background I, i wasn't always just like no faith um you know i grew up with uh, grandma who's very religious my father who I recently found out is somewhat religious but he would always be like shaming like the bible and Christianity and all that and um, <laughs> and my mother never really spoke religion but I always knew she was like kind of religious so um, there was a point in time where I actually went to church as well but um, you know I, I grew up playing music and that was one of like my escapes and uh I would play music for like five hours a day in high school after school. I'd do all my work in school just to play music. And my grandmother would say, um, oh, that's the Holy Spirit talking through you because that's God's gift to you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sometimes I just get this like spark of inspiration, which we're talking about now. And I mm-hmm. get this idea. And she's like, that's the Holy Spirit. So maybe we, there's actually good possession in Christianity, too, if that's the case. If that's what we're taking this turn to be literally. Yeah. Like you're possessed by the Holy Spirit who apparently is dead weight according to this letter so (laughs) the thing is after she did that she got baptized again for a second time so I don't know if that like cleansed her of the spirit or whatever happened to her who knows it's interesting Um, very do you guys have any final thoughts like anything that like stuck out to you about this story yeah, um, if you get possessed and you start writing stuff down, please write it in English or some kind of language <laughs> that's, you know, coherent to 2020. Because what the hell is this? It's written in, what, like seven different languages? It's a bunch of What the of hell? Them. No. And, and what? Nah, nah. We're not doing that. <laughs> um, you know, this episode was a little everywhere because of the beginning and our experiences and uh, a brief mention of psychedelics and how... An illegal drug is helping to heal certain things, so that's illegal. And then there was a—I uh, mentioned psychedelics um, that are illegal. They're having studies done, and patients are actually being cured. So that's something that's illegal. And then scientists actually went on the—you know—the deep web and purchased this high-security um, software, which technically sounds illegal dealing with anything on it the is black illegal market is illegal it so, is yeah um and they were able to uncover the centuries-old mystery uh i feel like there's a there are a lot of things that are illegal that are just that can still be used to help of course in the good hands and the right hands proper hands good intentions but um another thing is uh this is a touchy episode for a lot of people uh and anything that we've said we've said um our own thoughts and we mean no disrespect and we always keep an open mind here but that's all i have to say about it. i think it's a really cool story it's a cool um you know letter in my opinion um yeah i think it's interesting too and I, i'm on the same page where the most interesting thing about the story would be the fact that the computer scientists were like yo let me go to the dark web and tell the public that i actually did it and <laughs> i cracked the code yeah like i i think that's pretty brave of them um especially you know um i i try to i try to keep up with like um computer science in a sense like big news that are interest that are interesting or whatever right so i remember like this was 
couple years ago, probably before this happened, where there was this um, this man that got arrested by the U.S. government because guess what? He was selling government software on the dark web. Oh. And they said that like it told like the software that he was selling on the dark web totaled to like a hundred million dollars. So this is what? a big market, guys. This is I'm not <laughs> I make it sound like I'm like selling it like yo get into it. No, do yeah, not get on it. <laughs> do not <laughs> do not because when you go to jail, I don't want to be mentioned during the trial. Okay, like the bro, seed has been planted. Duh, I'm not planting. I am duh. not planting any seeds. I'm just saying if you do this, there's a possibility right. that you're gonna go to jail and you're gonna get like so many indictments and all of this. You might be there forever. Plus, copyright is going to be slapped. You're going to be slapped with copyright, like, violations, too. So, guys, anyway, just to end this, please don't go on the dark web and ruin and frigging download government software like these guys did. I am so surprised they didn't get in trouble for it, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Andriana, where can they find us? So, if you have anything that you want to share with us, or you have anything you want us to cover, or, you know, you just want to send us a message and say you like us yay we like that too uh you can send us an email at that's some weirdish at gmail.com you can contact us slide in the dms on twitter or instagram at weirdish tv or you can go to weirdish.tv the website and send us something through the contact form you can stay anonymous if you want to it doesn't matter it's- Whichever you feel safer, whichever makes you more comfortable, I should say. And with that, that's some weird ish. Yeah. That's been some weird ish. That is some weird ish.